Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And here we go. This is the 1140 WRBA Home Improvement Show with Richard McCann. You've got questions. We've got answers. You've got problems. We've got solutions. Call 345-1140 now. That's 345-1140. Now, here's the host of the Home Improvement Show, Richard McCann. Live from way out behind the station in the News Radio 1140 WRBA Home Improvement Shop, this is the Home Improvement Show with me, your humble Home Improvement Guru, Richard McCann. Welcome, everybody. Oh, I love this time of year so much. I used to be a diehard night owl because of this type of weather. Just getting warm, dark, Richard happy. Sun will be coming up soon. It's going to be a beautiful day. Going to get some rain. Rain is our friend. For all of you out there that are walking around the city of Richmond and and within the sound of my voice, they're talking like this. Because I have severe allergies. I, I, feel, I feel bad. I, you know, I'm not one of those sympathetic people. Oh, poor you. It's not, it's not me, even, generally speaking. But I know some people that are just in hell. That, that, that just... I have a fr- Our boss here at the radio station kind of wishes he was dead. Just, you know, not permanently, but for a good two months living in the city of Richmond, just... You know, how how you doing, boss? Shoot me. Uh, I can't do that, but I understand. So, look, enjoy the rain. Let it just wash this pollen away, and May will be here soon enough. I don't like wishing the year around. We're, we're, May is like five months in. There is somebody within the sound of my voice going, Oh, my God, only seven months till Christmas. And we don't like those people. <laughs> Uh, my, I got producer Paul today. How you doing, Paul? What's up, Rich? Are, are you are you you look you're like you're awake? Did you actually get some sleep last night or something? A little bit. Good. I got enough to to make it seem like I'm awake this morning. So yeah, <laughs> I'm ready to go. If you can't dazzle them with brilliance, you baffle them with bull. Okay. Uh, <laughs> and you know the rest. I do. I do. But this is radio, and still haven't cursed on air yet. So it's let's let's try to keep that let's track keep the streak going. going. Yeah, uh, today is uh, I I put up on Facebook. Today's kind of a stupid people show. And stupid is as stupid does. That's uh, my favorite kind of shows. <laughs> I've got a few stories of people that did. God bless them for trying. I'm never going to stop anybody from trying to do something. But thinking about it before you do it might be a good idea. Uh, I.e. woman with hand trapped in toilet and man busted with 47 cats in his car. Yeah. Stuff like that. It's going to be a long, long day. For those of you new to the show, my name is Richard McCann. I am a uh, former contractor, master plumber, a home inspector, real estate agent. Gotten all, yeah, I do a lot of different things. It keeps me into, you know, keeps me busy, keeps my mind occupied. And uh, that way I don't fall down those dangerous holes on Netflix like House of Cards or Firefly. It can happen. You never can tell. 
Uh, some of the things I have uh, for today, uh, it's Earth Day. I know there's plenty of people out there. You mean that hippie nonsense about, you know, it's Earth Day. Enjoy. It's a holiday. Enjoy it. It means go outside. Look at a tree. This time of year is the most beautiful time of, of year to look at a tree. After after going through months of it being just bare. Now, I, I, I'm i a fan. I'm, I'm not a hippie as some people. And I'm not a liberal or any of that nonsense. But just put away the... Put away all those the political terms, please. Uh, fact of the matter is, McCann's have been green since forever. McCann Plumbing Electrical, my dad's company, they started back in the 70s and ran forever. Always green. We always recycled whatever we had. Uh, scrap wire. We would strip it out and recycle the copper or the aluminum. Uh, if we gutted a house or we you know we did some repairs there was a bucket on the back of the truck for all those scrap copper whether it was, you know go in there there you go what brass scrap brass recycled it all the time when it came to using chemicals if we could avoid it we would we would use, avoid toxic chemicals so i'll never forget it was about 85 86 you know the codes changed Freon became like the worst thing on the planet. Oh, Freon, it's killing us all. There's a hole in the ozone. You can't release Freon. So we didn't. We went out and bought the equipment to recycle the Freon. It was expensive. It used to be guys like walk up to the unit, cut through it with a pair of channel, I mean, uh, vice grips or whatever, excuse me. Why can't I get this word right? Lineman's pliers. Thank you. Cut right through the copper. Let the Freon flow. Yeah, back in the 80s, people would actually follow you around with a camera. Because if they saw you release that, it was like a $10,000 fine and 5000 of it went into the person who took the, cam- the picture. But we didn't do it. We, we recycled. Aluminum cans. Recycled them. Save the little tops. You know, I don't, I never, I'm, I'm part of the, of, of Freemasonry, but I'm not, a, I'm not a Shriner, but I know plenty of people that they, on their, uh, their pop cans, that little tab, they save those tabs separate from the aluminum cans because supposedly those are recycled by the shrine. I don't know. I'd love to know because if only wants to tell me, I'd appreciate it, but it's Earth Day. Rock the house. I'm down with it. Get outside. Do something. Go, here's an idea. Celebrate Earth Day. Go play golf. Only nine holes, though. I can't do 18. I get exhausted. About the 15th hole, I am done. I'm done with the golf course, the golf clubs. And even if I like the people I'm with, I'm done with them, too. <laughs> I've, spent, I've spent the last four and a half, five hours with you. I don't want to see you for another week. But get outside. Do something. It's Earth Day. Also, uh, science, the, the science walk is today. Scientists all over the world are, are marching and protesting. And as I say to that, nerds unite. I'm down with it. It's going to be a lot of pocket protectors, but I doubt that there's. (laughs) Hey, Paul, I remember some of the bonnets I saw for the ladies' march, the women's march, the hats that they designed. Rock the house. You know, you want to march. I'm all for it. It's your person. It's your right. What kind of 
what would you, as a scientist, what would you do? Would you like have a protractor on your head or? Yeah, I don't know. Would you, you like? Would you tape a glue a science book to your head or something I like that? Dress, I, don't even... I would dress up like a giant pocket protector. There you go. You know, just like a big envelope walking around. Yeah, with like <laughs> these makeshift pens on top of you that exactly. make you look like a pocket protector. You know, I kind of look like uh, a bill, the bill from uh, Schoolhouse Rock. Yes. <laughs> see where I'm going? Yeah. With this? Okay. I see what you're saying. I, I could. I could dig that. Ladies, or, ladies and gentlemen, you have no idea how happy I am that a millennial knows what Schoolhouse Rock is. Oh, I love Schoolhouse Rock. <laughs> Absolutely. That Love just made me very – but I'm serious. The scientists that are marching, I think that's going to be Do awesome. Do they all just wear lab coats or – I don't – you know what? I'm, or would that look a little weird, all these guys in white lab coats just walking down the the street? I, I did a photo shoot and a story for a Boomer magazine about inspecting your home, and I wore a lab coat for the entire thing. It does make you feel smarter. It does. It does. You just feel like – You feel like the smartest person in the room. You feel like you know what you're doing. Oh, yeah. You know, it's it's awesome. So thank you. we've got that going on. I've got a car. A, 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 I came across a, a car on fire. And as I said before, this is going to be my stupid people show because the people involved with the car were dumb as a box of rocks. I'm not being mean. They were, oh, Honestly, if, if if the news had said people had died in that fire, I would have been standing right there, right in front of the camera going, I, I told them. I, I'll tell that story and a bunch of other stuff. This is the Home Improvement Show. News Radio 1140 WRBA. My name is Richard McCann. Richard McCann on News Radio 1140 W. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. RVA, welcome my friends. Uh, three, four, five. 1140 is the phone number. If you have a home improvement question, query, conundrum, riddle, give me a call. You can also follow me on Facebook, Rich McCann, M-C-K-A-N-N. Same thing for Twitter. I just found out Andrew Frieden has been following me on Twitter. Woohoo! That's that. I like Andrew. Andrew's cool. Uh, so I hope everybody had a, a very wonderful uh, holiday last weekend. Uh, Passover was winding down. And... Uh, to all my uh, my Christian friends that were celebrating Easter, I hope you had a wonderful time. Uh, I did. It was, the weather's perfect. Got the family together. It's you no, know, it's kind of cool. You get to a certain age where now everybody's grown up. All the teenage BS is done, and it's on. I, I, I'm going to say this. I'm, I'm not bragging. I'm just really happy. I know a lot of families that you know they don't get together. I got a lot of brothers and sisters. A lot of them. And every single one of us is different. Different walks of life, different skill sets. Uh, we even look slightly different. Most people, if you get all the boys together, somebody's going to like, yeah, you're all McCann's. Uh, but we, we, we get to this age now where you know, we got kids of our own, you know, and they're little ones. I get to be an uncle, which is so cool. Paul, are you an uncle yet? Do you have any, any? Uh, not, uh, not biologically. <laughs> but so yeah. But, but we all have that friend or two where your ki- their kids are just like 
Yeah, your I have I have two really good friends who live up in Fredericksburg, and they have a what is she three months old now? So she's my niece. But as far as my, I have two older sisters. One is married, still waiting on a, a biological child. niece or nephew yeah, come, to come from that. What, what's her name? My oldest sister. Yes, Megan. Megan, come on, girl. That's, that's, that's that, what, what I've been what saying, saying ever since. I'm like, hello, excuse you know, me. You're disappointing your mother as we speak. Yes, and me. <laughs> most important. There you go. Uh, <laughs> I'm not getting any younger. Here. Three months old. They're not. Wait till they hit three years old. That's when they become little people. And you can have a lot of fun with them. Um, so we, I, I did the whole you know, Easter thing, family thing, and it went way too late. It started getting dark. Time to go home. And uh, as we, I have been talking to you about for a while, I, I did get a new truck because Richard needs a truck. Men, you need trucks. I can understand you know, maybe having a car or something like on the outside, but truck. And so I'm, I'm heading home from the far east end of the city of Richmond. And because I've just got this vehicle, I have not stocked it yet, which is going to change today. Didn't get a chance to do it earlier this week. Today it changes. And you're sitting there going, what do you mean stocked it? Well, there's a couple of things that I want to keep in this vehicle. I've kept in former vehicles. Don't have in this one. One, first aid kit. Nothing overly elaborate. My EMT license has has lapsed. I'm going to have to go back to redo it, which is just dumb on my part. I'll admit it. Hardest thing I ever did. Longest thing it ever took me to do. And I let it lapse. I'm an idiot. I apologize. But I want a first aid kit. Flares. I want flares. No, I do not want reflective triangles. Look, there's, there's a triangle and it reflects. No, I want fire in my hand and it burns. And I want a fire extinguisher, just a little one, not a big one, just a little one. And this is why, as I'm sitting at the light on Williamsburg Road, at the corner of Williamsburg Road and Airport Drive, I notice off to the left of me, you know, looking towards the airport as one does, watching planes go out and thinking to myself, I don't care where you're going, take me with you. I notice that some of the vehicles there, one of them's producing a lot of exhaust, I mean a lot. You know, like, like, hey, I've got a diesel truck that I just started and it's really cold. A lot of, but it was worse. And I'm just looking over there going, man, that's a, that's a lot of exhaust. That's, that's a lot of smoke. And then the light finally changes and all the cars pull away except for two, two minivans. And I look at the one in front, and I look very I, right underneath it, and I went, is that fire? Like, yes, that's yellow flames on the ground underneath this vehicle. It's on fire. And as I look over, there are people standing around the minivan. Now, most of the people would say, you know, they've got a cell phone, they're fine drive on couldn't do it couldn't do it I, i'm i'm pretty sure I've, I've thought about this a lot uh the way i'm going to leave this mortal coil is doing something it's gonna be the right something but i probably shouldn't have done it so i i throw the thing into left i pull over there i pull on the far side of the road i jump out i'm like uh ladies what are you doing and one is on the phone and she is mad she is like 
I don't know what's going on. I am here right now. No, I do not hear any sirens. And I'm like, okay, she's giving a hard time to the 911 operator. That's just stupid. And then there's this other woman who's in right next to the van that's on fire. And I'm like, ma'am, your van is on fire. She goes, I know. I'm trying to get the front license plate off of it. And I look over and I realize somehow she's gotten the rear license plate off of it. She wants to get the front license plate off of it where the car is on fire. I'm thinking to myself, I don't have a fire extinguisher. I probably should get one of those on my truck. And I'm like, ma'am, I understand you want your license plate off. Why don't the two of you come here? Let, go, let's go to this side of the street. And the woman on the cell phone goes, and now some guy is yelling at me. And I still don't hear any sirens or see anybody. And I think to myself, you know what? I've I've pulled off to the side of the road. I've gone over and seen what's going on. I've even asked very nicely, but firmly, ladies, why don't you join me on this side of the street? And the one person is worried about getting her license plate off, which did cause me to pause. What 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 do you need the license plate for? You can get another one. Okay? Yeah, you know, I'm just saying. <laughs> and now this woman is upset because I'm trying to get her away from the burning car. That's when your home improvement guru had thought to himself, you know what? The Darwin Awards needs a couple more members on the list for 2017. And you ladies are going to be it. How dare you put their personal <laughs> safety over their what license plate? What is wrong I with thinking, you? You know, come on. Uh, <laughs> the woman's literally like, this man is yelling at me now. And she's yelling at the 911 operator. <laughs> and the I'm, height of irony. And I'm thinking to myself, yeah, I'm going home. <laughs> I never understood people that yell at the 911 operator. Like the person who's trying, the only person who really can help you, you're yelling at them. I know it's a stressful situation, but maybe don't bite the hand that's going to quote unquote feed you. Save your life. Or, you know, Put but, your car out from going, burning into a towering inferno. I was just, I, I walked, I walked away and I thought those were some stupid people. <laughs> And the award goes to. <laughs> I, I, so what is going to happen uh, when I leave here today? I'm going to buy a first aid kit, some flares, and I'm putting a fire extinguisher on my truck. Because you know what? Stupid people need love, too. And those were some stupid people. News Radio 1140 WRVA. Follow me on Facebook and on Twitter. It's Richard McCann. Richard McCann on News Radio 1140 WRVA. This is the Home Improvement Show. Hey, everybody, nothing's more American than fast cars and competition. That's why News Radio 1140 WRVA is celebrating everything that makes America great during our pre race party at RIR on April 30th. Join Jimmy Barrett. Uh, from 11 to 1, as you get ready for the big race and celebrate this great nation to be part of the fun, go to rir.com slash USA and get your specially priced tickets to the Toyota Owners 400 for just $45 each. Your ticket gets you into the race and includes access to the News Radio 1140 WRVA pre-race party with Jimmy Barrett. Join. Spin your passion into a business of Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. 
the world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records. On News Radio 1140 WRVA and help us celebrate everything that makes America great, visit rir.com slash USA. Get your tickets before they're gone. I'm down to partying with Jimmy Barrett. The man's a party animal. I'm telling you. And uh, I'm pretty sure he's a race. Are you a race fan there, Paul? No, I'm not. I don't go much for racing. Not a big NASCAR I, guy. I can't. I've tried. I've tried hard. Um, I have some ideas, though, to make it more interesting for people like me. Oh? Yes. Uh, my, my My idea was every other race you go the other direction. See, I think that would be a great idea. Just why not? You know how much that would throw those guys off? Like, wait, I've got to turn the steering wheel to the right now. Yes. And go the right. I've got to go. It's like it, it, that would be that would be interesting. You probably get a lot more wrecks, which, hey, that's why that's anybody watches a NASCAR race. Rubbin's racing. Say everything I know about NASCAR I learned from watching Days of Thunder. So, Well, that's perfectly fine. <laughs> Of course, I'm also the same guy that thought I'd make soccer more interesting by adding at least one more ball. Okay. <laughs> so sort of like a foosball situation I, when you throw I, the I'm, other ball into the... More like Quidditch. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever works. And being a sports guy, I figured you'd appreciate that. So uh, I did get a message on Facebook. Richard, you shouldn't have been calling those people stupid. Um. Yeah. Is there another <laughs> is there another word that you could possibly use that would better describe that? I, my my thought was the my what I came away with was that bothered me the most is why were they so desperate to get the license plates off of the car that was on fire? See, that's what I'm over here thinking is why were the license plates so important? I, I don't I don't get it. your car is on fire. Your car's on fire. It's filled with gas. Chances Not- are, you know, the DMV can get you another. License plate. Pretty good chance. I'm figure, what I, The only thing I came up with is they were taking a car from one place to another that wasn't registered, wasn't anything. So they just like, okay, look, put these plates on it, and we just got to get it from point A to point B. And if everything goes okay, we won't get caught. I mean, what's the worst that can happen? It catch on fire? <laughs> Oops. <laughs> so uh, needless to say, like I said, I'm going to put a small chemical, uh, you know, dry chemical uh, fire extinguisher. Uh, in the battle wagon. It doesn't need to be real big. I'm not planning on putting out a major car. I mean, this was a small fire underneath it. It would do the job. Um, if you ever uh, have used a fire, haven't used a fire extinguisher, you really should know how it works. And if you have them in your house, uh, check them because they do, you know, after a while they can lose their charge. Uh, they need to be recharged from time to time. I've worked uh, for several years uh, at Dominion Virginia Power, not working for them proper. Uh, but we were a subcontractor, and one of the things that we worked on quite often was their fire training center. Dominion Virginia Power has its own fireman squad, if you will. People that work at the plant, we worked at Dutch Gap, uh, they had their own firemen, and they had their own fire training facility, and they also had a facility that did nothing but recharge uh, fire extinguishers. That was pretty fascinating. I mean, this going back some years, as far as I know, it's still around. But, uh, yeah, I've seen that. So if you have one of those little, you know, uh, Kid, I think is one of the brands you see a lot. Fire extinguishers in your kitchen or in your truck or in your RV. 
There's a gauge on it. Double check it and also double check the expiration date. See if it has a time when it says, okay, after this date, turn it in. Get get another one. So that that's what I'm doing. Uh, people say I'm, I'm being mean for calling this stupid people show. But every now and then you come across some stupid people. And I'm not afraid to say it because I, I guarantee the list of stupid things that I have done over the years is uh, is legend. You know, I, I there was a time people figured that my last words were, were going to be, hey, everybody, watch this. It, it was going to happen at some point. You know, not that not that I didn't have friends that were desperately trying to keep me from doing anything like that. <laughs> I almost kept a straight face. Uh, here we go. And uh, let me see. Uh, New Caney. I have no idea where that is. Uh, have a clogged toilet. Don't have a plunger. Don't try this move. A woman in New Caney near Houston. Oh, it's in Texas. Uh, found out the hard way not to stick her hand where it didn't belong, especially while wearing a wristwatch. Okay. If I may. Where do we start with this story exactly? <laughs> where exactly do we, we begin with this? <laughs> Let's start at the very beginning. God bless Texas. Uh, God bless Texas. Uh, you ever been? You ever, ever briefly, very briefly, like through that top part of it, drove through. Never been to the any of the major cities. I, I've been about. on the jumbotron at Dallas Stadium. All right. For us, I went down for a furniture of all things, a furniture convention, and they threw this huge party at the stadium. And uh, that jumbotron, you, it's bigger than my house by like five times. Thing is massive. It's unbelievable but i got to go down on the field and everything well worth seeing well worth seeing uh but this is in texas uh woman uh uh, uh, hmm. uh she didn't have a plunger for her clogged toilet so she used her hand okay right there you can pick up a plunger anywhere at the grocery store at the hardware store at the bodega. Okay, so we don't have bodegas in Richmond, but I guarantee in Houston they do. You can pick up a plunger anywhere. Nothing she has done. No, I can't. What? What? What could possibly make her say, I have to get this unstopped right this second? I don't have a plunger. Okay, okay, okay. I'm good. I'm good, good. So she used her hand. Gracie Henderson, they were kind enough to use her whole name. Can you imagine what this woman's going to go through? Oh, the backlash the on social media is just going to be extraordinary. Can you imagine being one of her friends and reading this like, oh, I'm great. Oh, no, Gracie. Gracie. Gracie, no, you didn't. No. Oh, no. No. If, she was my, if I knew her, I'd be like sending like, Purell. <laughs> 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 so do you need a new wristwatch or <laughs> I've got stories about wristwatches too. Ah, uh, so anyway, she tried to reach in and unstop this toilet, but her watch got stuck. Um, firefighters had to remove the toilet and Gracie from the home and then destroy the porcelain throne to free her all while her new neighbors. Oh, that's right. She just moved in. <laughs> can, can you picture the the welcome wagon coming over? 
Hi, I'm Joan. This is my husband, Bob. We made you some co- co- cookie. Is your, is your hand stuck in a toilet? I could bring these back later if you don't mind. No, there's an ending to this story and a reason I'm talking about it. This is the Home Improvement Show, News Radio 1140, WRVA. Richard McCann on News Radio 1140, WRVA. This is the Home Improvement Show. I'm here every Saturday, 6 till 8, 10 till noon. Uh, taking your home improvement questions, queries, conundrums, riddles, telling you stories and finding things out there uh, in the home improvement world uh, that will hopefully brighten your day just a little bit or at least make your life a little bit easier. Uh, someone says, Richard, you really don't teach them how to do nothing. I was like, no, that's not true. I mean, sure, there, we're going to have certain topics that you're not going to have the skills to do. That's okay. That we're going to talk about certain things you don't have the tools to do. And neither do I at some times. But the whole goal is, if say you do need something done around your house, by the time that person gets there to do whatever work you need, you're going to be able to stand there and go, is that really the right way to do it? Or are you just padding my bill? Hmm. A question, if you will. All right. So uh, I was talking about this, this, uh, this story uh, uh, out of uh, New Caney, which is uh, near Houston, down in Texas. And uh, a poor Miss Gracie Henderson. Uh, here's the thing. They don't tell us certain details that I'm happy about. Uh, detail number one. What she dropped in the toilet. I don't know what it is. Was it her wedding ring? Was it a you know, lottery ticket that was a winner? I don't know. Also, they don't tell us uh, what was in the toilet. They just say it was stopped up, which kind of leads me down a path mentally that I don't want to go down. I'm a plumber. Trust me. <laughs> I've seen it all. Poor Paul is about to lose his breakfast, but I'm okay. There's some mental images I really I don't just need right now. back away. You know, you remember that time your mom told you how important your imagination is? This isn't one of those times. Yeah, <laughs> you definitely not. Don't leave this one to the imagination. No, no, but here's the thing: she didn't. Ha- she had just moved in. Okay, got it. Just moved in. Unpacking, whatever. I don't have a plunger. Mm, this is a problem. This is a problem. But it's a problem that's easily solved. No matter where. You, I mean, sure, I'm going to go to a plumbing supply store. Okay, I'm going to buy a black rubber plunger that has a reversal bell in it. You know what you're, I'm talking about because you've all held a plunger at one point in your hand. And it's got a yellow stick. Guess what? It was cheap. It was simple. It was easy. And that's all I need. I don't need some fancy thing that looks like an accordion. I don't want one that's pastel colors with a see-through clear handle. Yes, I've seen all these things. I don't need one that you actually prime by pulling back and compressing air and blasting stuff through. Yes, I've seen it. Don't need it. Just need a regular, simple plunger. So let's break this down. One, she dropped something. That's a problem. Got it. Understood it. What do we do? Don't flush. As long as you don't flush, it's not going anywhere. It's not going to be in the most pleasant of places to be, but you know where it is. The moment you reach over and hit the handle, it's bye bye It's gone. 
chances are, whatever it is, you aren't getting back. So what we do? Step one, don't flush. Step two, get the water out of the tank. You know that part that you lean up against that has all those decorative soaps that look like shells that nobody's ever going to use and they're so dusty that if you wash them off, they'll disappear. That's the tank. Get the water out of it. Scoop it out. Because say you don't flush it. Okay, I didn't flush. Somebody else might. There might be somebody else in that house. You might have kids. And guess what? Kids hear nothing. Kids kids are deaf. Did you know that? They, they hear nothing. Don't flush the toilet. Uh-huh. What happened? I flushed the toilet. I told you not to. You did? You get the water out of the tank, we don't have to worry about it. Two. Three. Excuse me. Three. Get whatever's in the bowl, out of the bowl, without touching it if you can. I can think of several different ways to do it. Heck, go to a... Go to your favorite, go, go to a store, go to, go to Wallet World, go into the boating section. You know, the sporting goods, okay, I'm in sporting goods, here's the section that has the boats. Look, here's a, a manual bilge. It's a big blue tube with a flexible blue tube and a little handle that you, <laughs> out, it's gone. Dump it into the tub, dump it into a bucket, I don't care, anywhere, but, you know, don't dump it outside. Because guess what, you just, your neighbors are not going to like that. Now, more than once, I have shown up on a job, stopped up toilet, and for some reason, they don't have a plunger, and I don't have a plunger. Why don't I have a plunger? Because I gave it to my last customer. As a plumber, uh, over the years, things that I have given away to customers that I'll never get back. Uh, Bags of fiberglass closet bolts. Attention, Sioux Chief Manufacturing. You owe me at least a hundred sets of closet bolts because I've given them away to different plumbers and and customers over the years. It'd be nice to get that back. Something else I don't have on the truck half the time because I gave it away or sold it. A water key. I have bought probably two dozen water keys over the last 10 years or more because I gave the water key away to a customer. Here you go. Okay, yes, one of them I cut into small pieces so that I could hang a pump. I was desperate. And three, plungers. Customers that don't have a plunger, and I'm like, fine, here, now you have one. There is a way to plunge a toilet without a plunger. Now, we're going to assume that you haven't dropped something in it that you're going to try to retrieve. Okay, we just have a stopped-up toilet. Something just about everybody has in their bathroom is a toilet brush. If you have a toilet brush, you have a plunger. And right now you're thinking, he's out of his mind. He doesn't know the difference. Yes, I do. What you do is you take your toilet brush and you take it into the kitchen. Underneath the kitchen sink is rags. Don't tell me there aren't. There's rags under my sink. There's rags under your sink. There's rags underneath Paul's sink. He's upset about it because that was his favorite t-shirt and his roommate is the one that put it underneath there as a rag. But hey, you know, it happens. And what you do is you wrap the rag around the toilet brush. Take a rubber band if you have one. Put the rubber band around it. And you can actually use this as a plunger. It doesn't work quite as well. A plunger is designed to pull things back. This is you're going to try to push things through. But you can just take a rag around a a toilet brush and it's gone. 
Now, here's the problem for more, poor Miss Gracie. She did go after whatever was in her stopped-up toilet, um, and she got stuck. She was wearing a watch. Obviously, she didn't like the watch. Whatever she dropped must have been important. That's all I'm going to say. It was probably almost as important as a license plate on a burning minivan. So somehow, uh, she, as she, stu- she got a hold of the fire department. I'd love to know how that happens. Doesn't say that she had her cell phone or somebody came. Can you imagine, you know, another member of the household coming in and going, um, what are you doing? And you're standing there with your hand down the toilet going, nothing. Why? No reason. <laughs> it's one where the, the kid comes in. Mom, what are you doing? Don't you worry about what I'm doing. <laughs> That's not your concern. This is not your concern. This is a Go give me my cell phone. You you can do this when you, stuff like this happens as you get older. <laughs> You'll understand when you're my age. <laughs> the kids just like I, I don't want to get older now. I was scared of being a grown up before, but now uh, here's the thing, and this is for all of you: whether you're changing out a toilet, you're fixing a toilet, you're doing anything that has to do with porcelain. Uh, porcelain is probably one of the sharpest things on the planet. When it breaks. It's it's beyond razor blade. I actually at one time owned a porcelain knife. The blade was made of porcelain. And it almost scared me just a little bit. One slip and it would go through you like a razor. Um, and they had to get her out of this thing. Meaning they had to break it. Now I've seen how the fire department does that. Usually what they're doing is they chip away with it. With the jaws of life. They just eat it away little bits and pieces at a time. I've pe- seen people take out a toilet by breaking the toilet pieces up. You know, oh, these bolts aren't coming out. Give me a hammer. I just want to warn you, if you ever are, you know, someone drops the toilet lid, um, kicks over the toilet, something happens, be ultra, super careful. Wear shoes that are covered. Wear long pants. Wear gloves. I'm not known for wearing gloves. I'm known for having tore up, busted hands. In fact, I had a friend of mine one time. She was a hand model. Yeah, that's a thing. You know? Oh, look, Cartier. And you see this beautiful hand and a beautiful watch. And I'm like, well, that's really awesome. And I stuck both my hands out. This is 10 years ago. Actually, more than 10 years ago. I stuck my hands out. So you think I could be a hand model? And didn't even pause. Went, look, lean over, look, no. And came back. Not, look, think about it for a second. Not, Pause even. Just no. So be careful. Buy yourself a plunger and a fire extinguisher. Do I have more stupid people stories? Yep. On News Radio 1140, WRVA. And here we go. This is the 1140 WRBA Home Improvement Show with Richard McCann. You've got questions. We've got answers. You've got problems. We've got solutions. Call 345-1140 now. That's 345-1140. Now, here's the host of the Home Improvement Show, Richard McCann. Welcome to our number dos of the Home Improvement Show on News Radio 1140 WRBA. My name is Richard McCann. Your humble home improvement guru having the time of my life. I love this gig so much. You know, I get to I get to talk to people. 
Someone says, what's it like being on the radio? I said, well, here's the goal, okay? Here's what, what happens is people call in at 345-1140 with a problem, with the most expensive thing in their life. Their kids? No, their house. You're right. The kids are more expensive. And they have a problem. And I do the best I can not to make fun of them. Usually do. Then they thank me for it. Best job ever. <laughs> I'm joined. Producer Paul is here. How are you, Paul? I am doing just fine. I'm just fine. We, we dis- I just discovered you're from basically Amish country. Oh, yeah. Right you, in the heart of it. <laughs> did you... Did you gain any skills? Did you, like, learn to raise a barn or anything while you were out there? No, can't say that I did. Turn uh, some butter? No, thank goodness, no. I And it's funny because I think after a certain point, I mean, because where I'm from, there's so many, like, Amish villages and things like It is a huge, huge tourist attraction. And during the summer, it is a nightmare to go anywhere near the the near the city of Lancaster because that's, that's where they have a lot of these Amish villages. It, it is just a nightmare, but... I think when you live out there for so long, it's you, it's it's not interesting. Yeah, no, <laughs> you just you just get used to it. You know, it's funny. I was I, I was driving. I went to school here in Virginia and over over at Liberty University. And as I would drive around the roads, I would because I'm out in the middle of nowhere. And you're back looking roads, for buggies. Not just that, but literally, I don't think it dawned on me until I went to school how uncommon it is. To have horse poop in the middle of the road. <laughs> and I don't think I realized how, wait, there's no horse poop anywhere on these roads. That's normal. That's having, driving everywhere and and avoiding this everywhere, like landmines. That's actually not normal. I don't think it, it didn't hit me until about my senior year of college. I was like, huh, how about that? There's no horse poop. There's no horse poop anywhere on these roads. And that's what. Everyday people get to experience a road with no horse poop. It's, you know what? God bless Virginia. Yeah. <laughs> God bless Virginia. My, 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 one of my, I, I mean, I've watched the documentary. I've never been to that area proper. My dad's from up that way. Um, and don't get me wrong. There's like, I was telling you, there's an Amish store up in Ashland right now. That's I go there every two weeks for a sandwich. It's like $6.50 and it's the size of my head. Okay. And yeah, they don't mess around with no, their food. No, no, no. Then there's some... Amish che- hoop cheese. I'd never heard of it before. Oh, it's an Amish thing. Uh, but I've seen a couple of documentaries. My favorite thing that I would see was the teenagers would, you know, at a certain age, they get their own horse and buggy. And watching them trick them out with like, I've seen stereos and stuff like a banging buggy. <laughs> with Stereo? Space. One rolled by my house in Pennsylvania, blue lights underneath it. That's awesome. I'm not kidding you. That's and it, and it, I, they had the stereo inside, so just imagine a horse pulling this buggy along, bumping the stereo <laughs> and the blue lights underneath it. I, these kids were going to town. It's it's unbelievable. I'm, they they, they I'm, love I'm, to pimp those. things I'm now out. picturing a cart dri- going past at a walk, not a trot, not a, can- a walk. Yeah, playing rolling dirty. <laughs> <laughs> They see me rolling. The, slow, is. the slowest rolling dirty you've ever seen. Absolutely. <laughs> the slowest hot rod you will ever see in America. And you know, right now, people are like, he's not he's making fun of people. Uh, you know what? Honestly, I, I'm not making fun of people. I think it's... I um, am. You might be. I, I definitely am. There's I'm nothing so to make to them by now. There's nothing to make fun of. It's a choice. It's a hard choice. And then to do things like, okay, look, I'm not going to have a fancy car, but I do, I'm do. i allowed to have tunes. I'm going to trick out a buggy. 
that's awesome. The only thing you need to do is put spinners on it. I mean, yeah, just do the most with what you got, I guess. It's, and here's the thing: they're, I doubt they're going to call and complain about this show. So, I mean, just a thought. <laughs> I doubt they're even listening to the show no, really, when it comes down they, to they it. Have, and unless I, they have their stereo hooked up to FM AM radio in their in their buggy. Now, I will say this: uh, one of the things I have learned over the years is there's a lot of companies that open up that way that hire Amish uh, to build things. Now, they are not allowed to have electricity, uh, but doesn't mean they're not allowed to use it. Which they do. I'll tell you, a lot of the people that – my mom uh, is the director of the library, a small little library in town, so she knows a lot of the Amish people that come in. And uh, they – a lot of them, they're getting a little – a lot of them get a little more modern. Some of them – like we knew a family that had – they had indoor plumbing, electricity. They had all that. But, yeah, they use – I mean, when they build stuff, they're using power tools and stuff like that. But, and, but those power tools don't belong to them. No. They belong a lot of times to, they don't. They belong to the people, whoever they're building it for. And you hand them this stuff, they throw up a house in, like, two days. And it's – They are quick, and it's good. It's, it's good, good stuff. Well, see, I mean, I used to hook up a lot of – I'm going to call uh, – trailers. Okay, I'm going to call them a trailer. People will call them a manufactured home or whatever you want. I'm not going to go on to those uh, semantics. But there was a company that opened up – a single and double wide manufacturing plant in Amish country. And I tell you what, it was some of the nicest homes I'd ever seen. They weren't scrimping. They weren't cutting corners. They weren't using cheap material. These things were rock solid and came in on wheels. It was awesome. I would kill for an Amish built barn. That thing's never going anywhere anytime. No, it's it's all quality work, and they do it so fast. They just put their head down, and the next thing, I mean, they're around where I live, I would drive out and see, oh, look, they're, they're starting construction on a house or something. I'd drive by like two, three days later, and it's it's, it's done. I'm like, what in the what in the world? You guys are machines. I I I'm lazy when it comes to washing the dishes in my sink. In fact, I'm so bad that I'll wash all the dishes and cups. And then I am literally with a whole sink full of silverware. And I'm like, that's really tedious. Is Doctor Who on? I mean, I'm, I'm that, these people are nothing, like, I, I could learn a lot. Yeah, I'm the, I'm the classic, when it comes to the dishes, I'm the classic, well, I've got to let the dishes soak for five days before <laughs> five, I wash them. Five or six days. Yeah, yeah you know? that's, that's me all the time. Like, oh, these dishes in the sink. Well, you know, they've only soaked for like, Three days. I could give it a little more. I, I, it got to the point, I said this last week, it got to the point so bad in my house that uh, I, I had to add a simple green degreaser. It's for like a parts washer uh, to the sink. It was bad. <laughs> Just terrible. My my sister-in-law, gave, she was cleaning up their house. They had, a, you know, they had a water leak and they had to move a bunch of stuff. And she's like, I've got all these glasses and cups. Would you like them? I'm like, Sure, I'll take some glass and cups. I don't really have them any right now. And I bring them home and I set them on the counter. I'm like, wow, these 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 are the cleanest thing in the house. <laughs> so I spend all day just scrubbing away. Uh, I, I told you, it's going to be a stupid people show. I've got stories of people just doing dumb things. And the problem is, uh, it doesn't just hurt them. It hurts the people around them. We get back uh, in Washington, a cat hoarder. Yeah, he's he's been busted once for hoarding in his house, so he did it in his car. Tell you all about it on Newsray 1140 WRVA.
Rich McCann on News Radio 1140 WRVA. This is the Home Improvement Show. That's right, a show where we don't throw you off the show if we think there's too many people listening. This is getting nuts. Now we have a woman that got hit with a stroller, her and her baby, thrown off the plane. And they, they I'm watching the video. What is wrong with people? Honest to God. There's there's a nice way to say, it. ma'am, I was like this, if you could. Oh, I'm, I haven't flown the friendly skies in a while, but I don't think I will. Not sure how friendly the skies are anymore. No, not at all. So from now on, I'm flying under my own power. That's right. They say flying is safer than driving. Maybe. Perhaps. <laughs> not if the flight's overbooked. <laughs> yeah. There's, I need an airbag quickly. So I'm sorry about that. Ah, uh, yeah. Warrington, Oregon. <laughs> a psychologist predicted last year that Catherine St. Clair would be back to hoarding cats if she didn't receive proper mental health treatment. Former uh, Lake Stevens woman who was convicted last year of animal cruelty for collecting. You want to guess? How many cats do you think were in her house last year? Oh, excuse me. Recreational trailer. Oh, that's better. Uh, let's see. Cats. How many Higher. cats? Uh, <laughs> how many cats? Let's. I'm going to take a stab in the dark and say, oh, 30. <laughs> oh, I'm way, uh, is that way too low? Oh. Oh, no. Come on. I mean, it was a. It was an entire trailer. Okay. Yeah, let me change my answer. Let's say 50. I'll go 50. Yeah. Want to try again? No, I'll just let you tell me. 111. Oh, my. 111 what? cats. In a trailer. Now, I'm going to ask this question right up front because I know what everybody's thinking to themselves. Where do you get 111 cats? Now, I'm a fairly resourceful guy. I know a lot of people in the city of Richmond, Petersburg, Hopewell, Charlottesville, Fredericksburg. I know people all over the place. I don't think I could scrounge together 111 cats. Uh, She was arrested Monday in a small Oregon town uh, uh, for investigations of animal neglect. Uh, A police officer allegedly found 41 cats and a dead one in Miss St. Clair's car. Now, I don't know. Mm. There's some pretty big cars out there. You know, people are buying bigger cars now that the gas prices are dropping. Uh, can't imagine how big a car you need. Again, where do you get 41 cats from? Uh, the officer noted that the car reeked of cat urine and feces. Yeah, I think. You think? It's just a glorified litter box at that it's, point. It's just a mobile litter box. Uh, Miss St. Clair uh, was wanted in uh, Smirconish County warrants. She failed to appear for a hearing on April 20, uh, 2016 to determine how much she would be ordered to pay. Uh, for costs associated with investigating the two years earlier. Uh, there were concerns that Miss St. Clair wasn't following through with her mental health treatment, and prosecutors had received word that she might be hoarding cats again. Miss uh, St. Clair's case highlights the complexities facing the criminal justice system with dealing with people living with mental illness. Uh, Miss uh, Smirconish County Superior Court Judge uh, raised questions about why St. Clair ended up in front of the jury instead of a county-funded program billed as a way to divert some mental ill people out of the courts. Why am I bringing this up? A couple of different reasons. Um, hoarding is real. Hoarding's a thing that people do uh, deal with and live with on a regular basis. The problem I've seen, and I've seen it a lot, uh, 
one. It's usually one member of the family, not two. I know several hoarders. And it's always one member of the company, or the couple, I should say, that's involved in this. There's something about having stuff. There's some kind of security. There's some kind of need that it's filling. I I knew a wonderful woman I helped uh, years ago put in a boiler for her. And she knew. She knew she had a problem. She knew she was. She had a path through her house that was about six inches wide. Now, I asked her, I said, how did this start? I'm. I'm not one of those people that is going to skirt around a situation. I'm going to ask a direct question. If you don't like to give me a direct answer, that's fine. If you don't want to talk about it, you say, I don't want to talk about it, and I'll drop it. But she told me what her situation was. She had a relationship breakup. She'd lost a job. And she discovered one of the home shopping networks. Stuff was cheap. When she bought it, she got a thrill. It came in. Thrill was gone. Buy something else. Reason I worry about people that are in this situation, the people that live with hoarding, is from a safety point of view for themselves. When I was 16, I was working uh, for Richmond Redevelopment Housing, working down on Franklin Street. A house next door caught fire. They couldn't get to the gentleman because he hoarded newspapers. The whole house was stacked floor to ceiling with newspapers. He'd read the paper, fold it up, put it down. For some reason, he was going to get back to it. He was going to read another article. There was something in there that was important. Decades, they couldn't get to him. There have been cases where people have had things stacked to the freaking ceiling, and it fell on them. They got trapped. They got pinned. They had no way to get help. So that's why I I focus on these things. Now, this person in particular, and you hear about pet hoarding often. It's not just the the health uh, effects that it's going to have on them. Let's remember, cat feces and cat urine is very, very dirty. It has a lot of different diseases that uh, thrive in it. It doesn't go away. This is one of the reasons that people... Uh, try to fight back against colonies of feral cats. One of the reasons that I feed the feral cats that I have because I'm going to get them fixed. I don't let them live in the house. Well, often. One or two have made it. But they are going to be taken to some place like Preventa Litter that's going to have them get fixed so they can't make more feral cats. And they're going to get all their shots so they're not spreading any more disease. So here's my my reason for bringing this up. And notice, I didn't call this woman stupid. I don't think she is. I think she has a problem. She needs help. There's help out there. For those of you that have a family member that does this, and there's a couple of you are, you know that you can't just come in and say, okay, snap out of it. That doesn't happen. You can't go in there and say, well, let's just throw out a few things. It doesn't work. You actually have to get professional help, not just for that person to help deal with whatever it is that's been eating away at them, that they need to fill this hole in themselves. Because if you don't do that, 
Say you send them, you know, you send them off and they don't get help. They, they maybe a little bit, but not what they really need. And they come back and you've cleaned out the entire house. You gutted it while they were gone. Guess what, mom? The house is spotless. Give it six months. It won't, it won't take that long. So if you know somebody in this situation, for their mental and physical health, talk to people. Find somebody that can help them out. Believe it or not, remember that hoarders program that used to be on television? The people that come and clean out the house? You know where they're, they're headquartered? Richmond. Right here. At least they were. So that's why I did this story. I just, I feel sorry for this woman. I feel sorry for the cats. Where you, how you'd get 41 cats into a car, 101 cats into a, 111 cats into a recreation vehicle, I don't know. But if you know somebody who's dealing with, see what you can do to help them. And uh, my name is Richard McCann. It's Home Improvement Show. Richard McCann on News Radio 1140 WRBA. Glad we do not have a webcam because nobody wants to see middle aged white guy dance to Van Halen. Nope, not pretty at all. Not good. Uh, 345 1140 is the phone number you want to get through uh, to the home improvement show. I was just listening uh, to Mr. Gary Powell doing the news, which, uh, Paul, we, we, we've decided we like the way he does that, right? I absolutely love the way Gary does news. It's very, great. It's very good stuff. Um, and he works hard for it. I, I we we talked before because we both get here about four o'clock in the morning, and he's already got like he's been working all night getting ready. And then I tell him some of them are not very good, and he he goes and does something else. But <laughs> so, but he was talking about something that actually is pretty serious, and we haven't talked about here on the show in forever. And uh, the funny thing is, you see how things change, uh, ideas change, thinking changes. Things that you thought were the norm uh, because you've been told for decades change. Uh, duck and cover. Anybody? My, my parents told me about duck and cover. Get under your desk. The nuclear fallout will not hurt you. Okay. But what he was talking about was tornadoes. Now, we're going to have some rocky weather uh, over the next couple of days. I don't know how rocky it's going to be based on uh, the Andrew Fried and Megan Wise scale. Now, this is something we at the Home Improvement Show have devised. I know them both. I've known Andrew for years. And it's my thinking. It's my theory. It has not been put to the test. But it is this. If the weather's going to be okay, maybe a couple little problems, but not horrible. It's going to be, you know, a little dicey, but something we can live with. We will hear it from Andrew Fried. If the weather's going to be bad... You know, bad snowstorm, a lot of rain, something like that. We will hear from Megan Wise. Now, my thinking is this. Who could be mad at Megan Wise? I could be mad at Andrew Fried. Andrew, this is your fault. But Megan kind of softens the blow. I'm just saying. So since Andrew's doing the weather, I can only be, say it's going to be so bad. But we did. There's the possibility. I know right now. <laughs> Andrew's, Andrew doesn't listen to the show. But right now he's going, damn you, McCann. <laughs> Uh, there's a possibility that we had a couple of tornado, tornadoes around Colonial Beach. And uh, I, knock on wood, I've never seen one. My sister has. My sister lived in Nebraska for a while. And uh, you know how, you, remember watching Twister back in the day? And you're like, wow, it's so cool. Uh, not cool. It's, 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 it's pretty much a terrifying situation from what I understood. Uh, to the point that she, was, she came back to Richmond, you know, this is year, 20 years ago. And, like, a really bad storm came through, and she woke up, thought there was a tornado, comes running down through the house, right into my parents' room, going, tornado! And <laughs> just freaks out the whole family. 
Uh, but there are safety tips for if this does occur. Now, I'm going to debunk two way up front that we've heard for years. One, stand in a doorway. We've all heard that one. I know I did growing up. There's a tornado coming your way. Stand in a doorway because that'll that'll help protect you. That's a stronger part of the house. Um, No, you're exposed. You're standing. Things can come down on your head. That rule number one, gone. My mother and I think my grandmother, God bless her soul, used to tell me, open up all the windows in the house. That way it'll equalize the pressure. The house will, will survive. No. <laughs> no, that's not really going to happen. In fact, if anything, it's going to turn your house into a giant sale. Just saying. Three, I remember another one was told, get in the bathtub. You'll be, you'll be safer in the bathtub. No, you won't. Because most of the time, bathrooms are on the outside of the house, the outer rooms, and there's windows. So, no, don't do that either. Now, this is from, this is safety tornado tips uh, from the American Red Cross. And uh, we will do our absolute best to get this up uh, on NewsRay1140WRVA.com before the end of the day. Um, Top things that you need to look into. Safety tip, find a safe place in your home. For your house members, pets, gathering during, during a tornado. Now, you should have a plan. This is something that people don't do. We t- I, I hear about it all the time, and we advertise about it here on News Radio 1140 WRVA. Have a plan. Talk to your family. Where are you going to go? Tornado comes up through Fulton Hill. There's going to be a tabby cat and a home improvement guru huddled down in the basement. That's where I'm going to go. Now, if I didn't have a basement, which most people don't, Something about the South, I don't know what it is, but if you don't have a basement, you want to go to an interior room, someplace at the center of the house, and you want to get underneath something such as a dining room table or even like a buffet. You know, these four-legged pieces of sturdy furniture, that will help. It's better than climbing into a bathtub. You want to stay as far away from windows as you possibly can. Uh, so lowest floor, find something sturdy to climb underneath. Yeah, it sounds like the old duck and cover, but it's better than nothing. And you want to stay as far away from windows as humanly possible. Here's for those of you. And now, you know, it wasn't that long ago. I wouldn't even bring this up, but there's a lot of people now living in the city of Richmond in apartments. That's the thing. We became an apartment city in high rise buildings. Pick a hallway in the center of the building. Uh, you might not have time enough to get to the lowest floor. Try to say to the center of the building. I did some uh, little research. I was reading some stuff up during the break. You want to know what state has never reported a tornado? None of them. We've had tornadoes in every single state of the Union, including Mexico and Canada. So there is no, oh, I'm living in this state. I'm okay. I'm in Washington. I'll be great. Nope. Even they've had tornadoes. Here's another one. In mobile homes, choose a safe place in a nearby sturdy building. If your mobile home park has a designated shelter, get there. Make uh, it a safe place. No mobile home, however, is configured is safe for a tornado. That's what we hear about Tornado Alley. And it destroyed all these mobile homes. And we, living on the East Coast, don't get it. Different type of living. Ride through the West. You think it, it, we, 
you know, we're, we're kind of in a bubble here. We understand the way that, you know, the East Coast works. But I have a friend of mine out in, like, I think Colorado. And uh, she's moving back with her kids. And she's like, I'm very excited about this. And so are the kids. I'm like, why are the kids so excited? She's like, they're going to get to see real trees and water. No, excuse me. She's in Utah. She's going to see real, they're going to see real trees and real water. Never seen it before. But out there, they use a lot of mobile homes. Here's an interesting thing that I saw or, or I read, and I guess it was proven to us in a movie not that long ago. People driving and you see a tornado, your thought is get under an underpass? No. Believe it or not, the underpass actually acts as a wind tunnel and increases the velocity of the wind. You're actually in more danger underneath the overpass than you are out in the open. So uh, remember when Pa Kent died because he tried to go get the dog? And Superman's just sitting there going, Ma, I can get him! And Pa's like, no, no, son. Don't save me. Well, turns out Pa was probably in a better in better condition being out there in the wide open where all everybody else underneath the overpass was going to die. So a uh, few of those tips. Uh, I will put up some other stuff. Uh, make sure you have a plan. Have an emergency kit. I was going through mine just yesterday. I kid you not. I was reloading it. Um, and uh, make sure you talk to your family about where to go, where to hide. Be safe. Have we had a tornado in the city of Richmond? I can't re- recall one anytime recently. But we've had them around them, and we possibly had a couple today. It's good to be prepared. Center of the house, people. Underneath something safe. Or under it if you can get there. Richard McCann on News Radio 1140 WRVA. <clears throat> Happy Earth Day, everybody. Get out and enjoy it. My, uh, my new favorite place in Richmond is without a doubt the new uh, footbridge across the James River. Oh, so nice. If you haven't got a chance to go out there, um, it's a beautiful walk. You get to see Richmond from an aspect you haven't seen before. I, I will bring up. You know, people have already started. Well, the the decking, Richard, is is it? My dog's toenails got stuck. I, I my dog's toenails. Um, trim your dog's toenails. And uh, put little booties on them. You know, they make booties for doggies. If you're one of those people who goes everywhere with their dog, I can understand. I do, honestly. Uh Three four five eleven forty is the phone number if you want to get through to the home improvement show. Uh, I wanted to talk uh, r- briefly uh, about something that happened to me this week, and you're gonna you're gonna laugh at me, maybe I, or maybe not. Okay, so as uh, everybody knows, uh, bought a vehicle. I'm pretty proud of it because it's mine. It 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 suits me, if you will. Uh, but the problem is, trucks never been washed. Now, I grew up basically a farm kid uh, with, you know, construction working dad. Uh, my father used to, I don't know if it was a joke or not. Honestly, I don't know. But he used to tell me that if I'd get a truck and I'd bring it home, and the first thing I'd do is grab a cinder block and haul off and throw that thing into the bed. That way it's dented and scratched, and now it's a work truck. And I, as a little kid, I'm like, oh, that's so cool. As an adult, um, not so much. Wait a minute. I'm not going to dent up my truck until I have to. I don't want to dent up my truck. But it's never had a bath, and I've never 
gone out and done it. And I was like, okay, where do I go? I've, I've never been real pleased with the car wash that you pay your money and run through. And somebody, now, for those of you that are EastEnders, and I mean Richmond EastEnders, not the British TV show, because that thing was just weird. Uh, the, Williamsburg Road, there, there was this place. There's these guys uh, out in the East End. And they set up, and I'm talking years, years ago, three, four years ago, maybe, something like that. In the parking lot, they set up their own private car wash. And I've, I've seen them there forever. I pass by them once a day, it seems. And I remember when they first got out there, it was just, you know, them, you know, maybe a, a thing of water, some rags. You know, come in, get your car washed. My thought was, you know, like, how good a job are you going to do? And I've watched it evolve. I've watched it, you know, they've gained, they've started getting different uh, or bigger vats of water that they could store. And they brought in more equipment. And they, they get, and, and so I, I was talking with my family and my brother who has a vehicle that I, he spent more than I would ever spend on a vehicle, but he, you know, needs it for what he does. He says, I go to those people on Williamsburg Road. And I'm like, really? Because I don't know why it didn't occur to me. It just, you know, I thought it was a scam. I really did. I thought it was some form of scam. They're going to come in. They're going to do a half job and half-hearted job, and off you go. And he's like, no, 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 no. You got to check it out. So I pull in there. I mean, we're talking a hood that, the hood is crusty. If you will, it's oxidized to that point. There's good paint underneath it, but there's a there's a good fifteen years of oxidization on that hood. And I, I take it into these guys, and I'm like, "All right, boys, um, how much?" The guy looks at me, and goes, 20 bucks." Now, I, I all I could think was, "What kind of job am I really going to get out of twenty dollars?" You know. You gonna is it is a twenty dollars? Is it gonna really be clean? And I'm a I'm a tipper. I, I believe in tipping. And I believe in paying ahead of time. So I, I I tipped. I tipped everybody. The two guys five bucks each, thirty bucks. I was amazed. I was blown away by how much effort was put in. This was not. This wasn't some gig that they like set up on a whim. This wasn't, hey, let's, you know, do this and then make a couple of bucks and we'll have beer money at the end of the day. No, 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 no. These guys were taking it seriously. They were getting into it. What not, It wasn't one guy, it wasn't two, it was three people. And they worked like a finely oiled machine. I loved it because I'm watching, you know, one guy's got one side, one guy has another side. They both have pressure washers. In it. Is, is anyone getting wet? No, no, no. They're simpatico, if you will. Okay, I'm going to make sure the bill doesn't get sprayed down. Okay, I'm going to make sure Bob doesn't get sprayed down. I got to say, they scrubbed the whole truck down beautifully. Did it shine like a brand new penny? No, it wasn't going to. Wasn't going to shine like a brand new penny because it's not a brand new penny. That's the way it is. Now, why did I bring this up at all? Because I was impressed by these people's initiative. Obviously, Things didn't go the way they wanted to go with whatever it is they wanted to do. So they had choices. You know, I can I can sit back. It's easy to collect unemployment. It's easy to not work. You can do it. 
these people decided, no, I'm going to work. And since I can't find a job doing what I want to do, I'm going to create a job that does what I want to do. I'm going to enjoy what I do. I'm going to talk to people and I'm going to do a good job doing it. I was blown away. I even asked them, like, what do you guys call yourselves? You know, do you have a company name? Any idea what, you know, what, what, I want to know what you're called. And he goes, well, we're working on that. We got a new thing. He's like, right now, we just call ourselves the Kings of Clean. And I was down with it. I'm like, I, I bow to the Kings of Clean. It was great. There's little things like that I see all the time. Scrappers. Scrappers are another one. People ask me, what do you do with a water heater when you change one out? I put it in the truck. I take it back to my supply store. Well, the supply store deals with it? No. No, you have these guys that are out there instead of sitting on their butts all day watching television, they're making a buck. They're going around and collecting scrap metal, and they know they can go to all the plumbing supply houses because we plumbers know that if we leave them sitting right next to the dumpster, these guys are going to come by. They're going to be in their ragged old F-150 pickup truck that's still running. That's an endorsement for Ford, by the way. Yeah, I'm a Ford guy. I'm a car guy. I'm a truck guy. But they're getting it done. They're making a living by picking up trash. God bless them. So I, I like things like that. By the way, here was the one thing that really stood out to me. Now, today is Earth Day. What does that mean to anybody? Eh, to most people, not much. We're going to go outside in a tie-dye shirt, which I don't even think I have a tie-dye shirt anymore, which is disappointing. Uh, but as the quote-unquote kings of clean, these guys that are out there you know, washing my, my vehicle, they actually took the environment into account. They created a washing center, if you will, with these big, heavy rubber tarps. And I'm like, what's the rubber, big, heavy rubber tarps for? He said, we collect the dirt. Everything we wash off your vehicle, we, we set these tarps up so all the, the dirt slides to one end of it, and then we scrape it up and get rid of it. They're not just filling somebody's parking lot full of dirt. They got permission to be there, but they're being respectful of somebody else's property. I like that. But really stood out to me is I started keeping track of how much water they were using. And you face it. When's the last time you washed your vehicle? How much water did you actually use? 20 gallons, 30 gallons sitting there with the sprayer going off. I, it was a minuscule amount. And finally I turned to the guy. It's like, you've been doing this for a while. He goes, yep. I said, how many gallons of water do you think you use to wash a vehicle? Not a standard car. Let's say my truck, a truck. How much did, he says, about eight gallons to wash the entire truck. Like I use more than that to wash my dishes when I wash them. (laughs) So uh, hats off. As spring is springing, hats off to the people out there. that They didn't lay down. They didn't say, all right, I give up. No, they got up and they did something. They found their niche and they filled it. They're making a living and feeding their family doing it. I love it. You know what? You can't kill the human spirit. Nah. Once it gets going, it just keeps on going. So happy Earth Day to everybody. It's going to be a lovely day, even with the storms. I don't know about you. I dig a spring storm. I will stand on my side porch 
drinking a cup of tea, and watch the thunder and lightning. It will be absolutely incredible. My name is Richard McCann. I'm here every Saturday from 6 to 8, 10 till noon, and that is another home improvement show in the can burn to a disc and put neatly in a shoebox underneath my mama's bed. I want to thank Paul for being the producer with the mostest, Mr. Gary Powell for covering the news, and to all of you who listen to the show every weekend, thank you. Tell your friends, download the podcast. I'll see you at 10 o'clock on News Radio.